Wayland Beer Reviews, episode 29. Um, no trespassing. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. Oh, hi, Mock. Oh, hi, Denny. <laughs> um, yeah, how, how you doing? Eh, you know, fine. It's a... Uh... It's just Small another week at work. <laughs> uh oh god, I it's Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. Rimmer without him life would, would be, be much, much dim- dimmer. dimmer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't the know. Small I don't, was awesome. I don't know the next verse, but um all right, moving along. Let's get right into it. Uh this week we're drinking a pair of beers from Vanished Valley. First up, no trespassing. Three, two, one, crack. I didn't spray myself at all. Nice. Banner day. No trespassing is an IPA coming from Vanished Valley. I believe it's 7%, and aside from that, I know nothing else. I don't remember anything else about it. Oh, there's a little bit of yeast in the bottom, so you're aware. Pouring slowly until I stops until I start seeing crap. Like not a fuck ton, but I just noticed because I wasn't paying attention. I think I poured slowly enough at the end, at the end that I didn't get any of that. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely showing up in my picture. <laughs> mm. Good smell. Oh, that's pleasant. It is. It's not quite as hazy as I would have expected, but like, and it does have a tiny, tiny bit of bite, but like not in an unpleasant way. But like, it's very. Yeah, there's like a tiny hint of pininess on the far back end of it. But... Yeah, like piney citrus goodness. It's it's really good. Do, 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 no trespassing. Doesn't really fit in well. Um, it's well rated. It's Citroen Amarillo. Ah, yeah. That that's that makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. Nice, pleasant, easy yeah. drinking. I dig it. Um, so, as you might have noticed at the top of the show, we ended up making a reference to the Tommy Wiseau classic, The Room. If you'd like to meet us, we'll be at Coolidge Corner Friday night for the midnight showing of The Room. You're welcome to buy us a beer, if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't buy me free beer at all. Well, it's not free beer. It's not free for them. But hey, we'll take a beer. I mean, it's free for me, and that's the important part. Yes. Or, if you want to be the real hero, be the second person to donate at least $2 per month on our Patreon. And uh, we'll release a bonus episode for everybody, and then new bonus episodes just for you. Yay! That's patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. Now that we've got the business out of the way, 
Um, let's talk about some more beers, because I know we have some more beers, past beers, on the list to talk about. I know our next one that we were going to talk about is a treehouse. I just yes. can't remember which one. Uh, Queen Machine Galaxy. So, if you can't tell, it's a... Uh... Queen Machine is, like, I, I don't know if I would call it a series, but maybe it is. Yeah, with, it is a with series. With a name like Queen Machine slash Dash Galaxy, I would have to guess that it is a series. Yeah, I just looked it up. It's a... The Queen Machine series explores their concentrated lupulin pellets. Ah. Exciting. So... Let's see. During sensory analysis, we found these hops to be incredibly expressive with true-to-type character and no vegetal or nor or overly abrasive notes whatsoever. I would agree with that. Like, it was very purely galaxy. And it was awesome. I mean, it wasn't like, holy shit, this is the best IPA I've ever had. But it was really, really good. And, you know a really good way to get a sense of what galaxy is like on its own. Yeah. I really love beers that will explore singular hops. It's yeah. what I enjoyed so much, at least back in the day about the night shift one hop this time series. Yes. Like it, it's, it's less good these days, I think than it used to be just because you, you don't get it. I think they use less of the hops in the dry hop phase than they used to. So it's Either that as... or your palate's changed. Or my palate's changed. That's possible, too. Uh, that would be so disappointing, though, that I just don't like Idaho 7 as much as I used to. But it's I guess possible. What I, I meant less that, like, your palate's changed in terms of the hops you like and more your palate's changed in terms of, like, how you like your New England-style IPAs. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, let's keep on moving. On. Next Indeed. up, we've got the Fruit Project Mango and Calamansi. I have no idea what a calamansi is. Nor do I, dude. Um, probably wouldn't have heard it to fucking look that up. Yeah. Um, it was tasty. Like, I'm guessing it's probably something like a mango steam or um, what are those little things that are orangey and look like tomatoes, but they're not? Like kumquats? Kumquats? Um, no, they don't, they don't, they don't look like, kumquats don't look like tomatoes. I mean, they're the size of cherry tomatoes, but they kind of, they distinctly have more of that like citrus peel look to them. Are you thinking of persimmons? Oh, that's probably it. Looks like a, uh, cherry tomato, but it's a berry. Although I guess technically a cherry tomato is a berry. No, t persimmons are bigger than that. They're more like a normal yeah. tomato. I don't know. Did you look up what a calamansi is? No. Because I've just been bullshitting, and I can't use Google right now. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, well, I finally found out why. I'll have to tell you later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, this is really tasty. It's part of their Fruit Project series. Um, oh. I'm usually not a huge fan of mango in general, but I really enjoyed this. Also known as Kalamondin, Philippine lime or Philippine lemon, is an economically important, important citrus hybrid predominantly cultivated in the Philippines. Huh. 
also native to parts of Indonesia and China and Taiwan. Interesting. Oh, yeah. man. I really hate that I hate the act of travel because I would love to, like, you know, go to, like, the Philippines or Vietnam and eat. Yes. Just eat. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, no. Food is an amazing part of traveling. I mean, food's an amazing part of everything, but yeah. Traveling is great because, you know, you get to try stuff from different places and a lot of it's really good. Like, there are some there are some fruits that's like you just never see here. Like, not even, like, you know, in, like, the weird fruit section. I like weird fruit. Yeah. I want to try more weird fruit. I'm usually game to try down about anything. Um, Food-wise. Yeah, generally speaking, for me, too. As long as it's, like, Like, the sight of organs. tripe. The sight of tripe kind of turns me off. Just because it looks like it would be really chewy. Yeah, and also, I, I, again, when it comes to organs, like, I can't stop thinking about what it does. Yeah, but I definitely think that organs are fucking tasty. Ew. <laughs> like, I just can't get my head around it. I think I learned too much anatomy before venturing into that part of food oh yeah man give me those like tasty tasty toxins that are being filtered out <laughs> you want to eat some recycled red blood cells yeah i mean i also enjoy my fried clams to be whole bellied too so you're essentially eating a shit sack <laughs> Yeah, whereas I thankfully like clam strips better, which is I say thankfully because A, they're cheaper, and B, I would imagine significantly less likely to give you food poisoning. Because I would imagine that if you're getting Vibrio from clams, you're getting it from the belly. Most Just likely. a guess. Just a guess. <laughs> All right, keeping on, moving on. Um, I'm fairly certain that we already talked about the weekend origami. Did we? I can't remember. It just, um, just in case we didn't, it was really tasty. It's the Narragansett double IPA that's coming from their new head brewer, and I cannot remember her name, but Nor it was can really I. tasty. So yeah. check it out. Worth trying. Uh, better than a lot of the shit that they've done in recent years. In fact, I'd go so far as to say it's probably one of the best things that they've done since uh, their Lovecraft series. Agreed. Although, but then again, we never tried the um, fucking Black Cherry Shandy. Yeah, I wish I'd been able to get my hands on that. Because, like, of the other two that aren't the lemon, I'm not that impressed with either one. Um, yeah, I mean, the watermelon is just kind of gross artificial watermelon. Yeah. Uh, the, isn't it like mango something? Mango passion fruit. Ah, uh, yeah. 
Again, and, it's just like super artificial. And for me, I care for, I probably like the watermelon slightly more because of like distant memories of artificial watermelon as a child. But I also just don't really care for mango or passion fruit. Oh, see, I love mango and passion fruit, and I was disappointed by that one. But, and I just hate artificial watermelon, generally speaking. It's like very few instances that I like it. Oh, I don't care for it. It's just, it's merely like, like I said, it's the echo of a memory long yeah. since past. Um, but yeah, the weekend origami, or WKND origami. Yeah. Check it out. It's pretty tasty. So we checked in a few from uh, Definitive that we'd never had before. Uh, we did the Tropical Raindrops, which is a sour, but it's also a session. Um, so I think that it's the it's the second one in there sour session series i don't remember what the first one is but i might have had it i can't remember um i didn't even think of it when we drank it but yeah it does remind me of like a bahama mama yeah i mean and once again like session often to me means that it's going to be a bit lower in flavor than a full strength as well see and and that was my problem with it though is i wanted I wanted the flavors in it to come across more than they were. And I think the reason it disappointed me is because largely it was definitive. And I've sort of come to expect better from them when it cut, when it comes to getting certain flavors across. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. we split the diff when grading it because uh, I gave it 3.75 and you gave it 4. Yeah. I also probably liked it slightly better than you, knowing me. Yeah, that too. I don't think that sessions offend me quite as much as they offend you a lot of the time. I mean, sessions don't offend me. I can I can like a session. It's just usually the session doesn't have the flavor punch that I'm looking for. Right. I No, I don't disagree with you there. I mean, it's like... True, the Little Bird series wouldn't be my go-to if I'm going to Trillium, but having had several of them, they are really good examples of what sessions can be. Also, but there's a new part one. of that's Trillium. Oh, there's a new one. Rad. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of things we don't usually buy, um. This was, we did the double dry hopped sensitive ears, which is a double dry hopped pale ale. Again, pale ale's not like, it's not a style that I actively dislike. It's just that usually I think that the flavor punch comes through better in like an IPA. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that isn't true here, but like this was a very, very solid pale ale. Yeah, I I think that what helped it a lot is the double dry hopping, which I don't think I've seen a lot of, you know, pale ales be like a DDH. Um, Trillium does that. I think that Treehouse does that. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) But I I guess what I'm trying to say is I would put Definitive up there with like Trillium and Treehouse. Easily. 
in terms of both quality and how much I like them. Oh, absolutely. And then... Yep, that's the last definitive we had that night. We also tried the Conti for the first time. The Conti is their Kolsch, and apparently that was the original baby of the former head brewer who recently passed away. Yeah. Um, that was a solid Kolsch. Like, yeah, style, style specific, specific, that five. would probably, yeah, 4.75 or a 5. Yeah. Um, rated against everything else that we've had, we both gave it a four. But that's saying again, a lot. Yeah, like for us to rate a Kolsch as a four is pretty damn high. <laughs> um, but yeah, really tasty. If you see it out there, highly recommend trying it. But then again, that's sort of how it is with almost everything from Definitive. If you see yeah. it out there, give it a shot. It's most likely good. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I I can't, I can't think of a single thing I've had that I was like, I hate this. I would, you know, I'm, I'm upset that I tried this. Like there's definitely stuff that it's like, you know, given limited ability and desire to drink that, you know, I would probably not go for again, but like, I can't think of a single thing that I've ever regretted trying from them. Yeah, I feel the same way. There are definitely things that I've had from them that I've enjoyed less than other things, but I have not out and out rejected or regretted trying something from them. But all right, for a quick moment, we're going to step outside of New England. Uh, and we're going to go down to sunny Florida. Miami, or as, um, fuck, I forget the character's name from Burn Notice, Miami. <laughs> that is actually the correct way to pronounce it. What, Miami? Mm-hmm. We're all white and we pronounce it Miami. Miami. <laughs> Bongiorno. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but we had a beer from Sun Labs in Miami. Uh, it's an American sour with strawberry, lychee, and coconut. I personally am not a big fan of lychee in general. I thought this was fucking phenomenal. This was fucking phenomenal. It, it's an average 3.93 out of 612 ratings on Untapped, and those people are fucking dumb. Yes. Seriously. Uh, both of us gave it a 4.75. Like, like, it was... I don't know what could have been done to make it a five. In fact, I think that when we drank this, we were talking about that as well. But, like, it, it's lacking, like, something to make it a five. But, goddamn, it is a 4.75. Do not yeah. look at the other ratings. <laughs> yeah. This was, it was amazing. I mean, I don't think the lychee came through like super well in terms of like i don't think it was like an overpowering flavor i think that it blended nicely with the others i think it blended nicely but it was definitely the flavor inside of it that was drowned out by the strawberries and the coconut which is probably a good thing from your perspective although yeah. maybe you hate lychee less than you thought you do did because uh it's entirely plausible 
And if if they had maybe like ramped up their lychee a little bit more, or just like I don't know, throw like a dash of lychee syrup in there, because this was one of the uh, milkshake style uh, milkshake styles, right? Like it doesn't say that, but I mean like the thick, I think kind so. of uh, you know definitive or mortalis or that kind of thing, right? I think maybe. So. Whatever. Speaking of, it was really fucking tasty. Um, check it out if you see it. Sun Labs, I forget the name of it. it was speaking good. of, also not New England and probably not giving a fuck and talking about it in any way. One of the things that I bought the other day was a Mortalis. Nice, like well, a really we'll, high-rated Mortalis. We'll definitely end up talking about it then. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we've stepped outside of New England, let's step right back into New England. Uh, there was an evening, because we didn't actually talk about what led up to us going to yes. the, um, to the Bad, Bad Religion, Religion show. Because uh, that wasn't our plan at all. It was just something that happened. Yes. Um, instead, we were initially planning to hang out and go to Vitamin C and hopefully get some food and some beers. And then go to probably Trillium and get some more beers. Uh, instead, we made it as far as vitamin C, and they were out of food, so we got no food, <laughs> but we got beers. Yes, we did. And thank God I carry a protein bar in my purse. Woo-hoo! Indeed. Um, the first beer that we had was Seas and Trees. It was actually a uh, collaboration with Deciduous, who we have we actually had any of theirs as show beers, or have we just no. talked about how awesome Deciduous is without doing them as show beers? Correct. We haven't. I haven't had a Deciduous like at home in a very long time. Like I don't think I've ever gotten any of their shit in cans. Even I think that I the last time I had their shit, they were bottling it. Huh. All right. Well, they're going to have to be a featured beer brewery one of these days because they're fucking phenomenal. They're they're another one of the ones kind of like Definitive and Mortalis. That was the third one that I was trying to think of that makes those like super thick smoothie style sour, like fruit sour ales that are just, yeah. oh, so fucking good. Yeah, I need to... Uh... The, the the only way to really get your hands on those, though, is to actually go there. So mm. I'll go there one not, of these days. I have no idea where New Market is in New Hampshire. but uh, uh, It's not that. F- it's a little bit northwest of Dover. But this was a Dippa that had uh, Galaxy and Nelson Savon. And yeah, it, like we both gave it a 4.25. In fact, somebody else. Oh, yeah. Uh. Its average is 4.26. It's really tasty. Then again, I don't think I've... No, that's a lie. I've had one thing from vitamin C that was not good. And they just fucked up somewhere in their brewing process. It was something that... um, I feel like I've mentioned this before. It was when they were like, new, new. Yeah. And we had like... It was some special thing that they were trying to do. We had a handful of logs at uh, Beat Brew Hall. And, like, we cracked one of them, and it was bad. Like, like 
undrinkable kind of bad. And that's even coming from me. Yeah. Uh, but that was, what, like, two years ago at this point? And I think they just celebrated their third anniversary? Something like that. So, that's one out yeah. of maybe 15 to 20 beers that I've had from them. Yeah, I've had considerably, well, probably not considerably less, but I've definitely had less than that, I think, from vitamin C at this point. Oh, I had a bunch while hanging out with Aku at the old Alston house. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seasoned treats. Really tasty. Check it and out. Then the, the other IPA we had while we were there, I fucking loved personally. It was Greetings from Weymouth. <laughs> greetings from Weymouth. <laughs> Kid. Yeah, um, I was with you. I think we both gave it a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citra Mosaic, and it just works so well. And pretty much everything you really want in a good New England-style IPA. Like, yes, absolutely. How we were talking about how, you know, fucking... Um, definitive is like treehouse and like trillium vitamin c is the trillium of the south shore i guess even though yeah you know trillium has canton i still see trillium more as boston maybe that's yeah four point probably but yeah it, this was fan fucking fantastic yeah it really was um speaking of fan fucking tastic we also had two of the sour pipe project which is i think honestly just what they call every single fucking sour that they do is part of the sour pipe project um the apricot marshmallow i thought was really solid um gave that i think we both gave that a 4.25 i was impressed because i think we had the uh, apricot crumble before yeah we Um, had the apricot crumble before and I liked that too. I think I think I might have even liked this maybe slightly better, but I can't. I like it. It's kind of my my memory is faded a bit. Um, I I really I thought the marshmallow came through really well. Gave it a really nice kind of flavor and mouthfeel. I think it blended really well with the apricot flavor. I would agree with you. I like again. There there are things that. I'll still eat that I don't care for that are outside of the list of things like, no, I have no desire to fucking eat that. Like, I have a very short list of, like, I have no desire to fucking eat that. But, like, apricots fall on the I don't terribly care for them. Um, Like, I've never been a big fan of, you know, Magic Cat number nine. Yeah. It's just not a flavor... It's not a fruit flavor I appreciate. If I'm going to eat an apricot, there are other things I'd rather eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I agree with you. I think that the marshmallow came across really well. I think it helped to round out some of the flavors, like the citrus of the apricot. Yeah. Acidity. Acidity. Thank you. Citrus is citrus. Yeah. I knew what you were going for, though. I got you, buddy. I got you. The citric acid inside of the apricot. Yeah, 
Sure. I mean, yeah. Acidity yeah. Sure, kid. Fun. Whatever. What the fuck is that from? I don't remember, man. Yeah. Oh. Sure, kid. Whatever. I can't fucking remember. My brain hurts. Hey, if you're a listener and you know what, yeah, sure, kid, whatever, comes from, email us at newenglandbeerreviews at gmail.com or go to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R and donate $2 per month to us and we will release a special episode for all. And maybe if we get popular enough, we'll start a Discord and you can just yell at us directly. Yes, maybe. Dude, I would fucking do that, trust me. I think that'd be fun. I mean, I guess I can broadcast me playing Fortnite to people. <laughs> Check me out on Twitch. Horror Freak. That's H-O-R-R-F-R-E-K. Yeah, Horror Freak. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't think anybody would have interest in that, man. Alright, let's keep on moving on. Uh, then we had one more at vitamin c it was their sour pipe project blueberry pancake was it the strawberry pancake that we had before yes okay i liked the blueberry even better i think but i'm again brains are bad yeah well i mean you gave the blueberry a 4.5 so i'm guessing you like that better than the strawberry i I was not a huge fan because i just don't care for maple See, I fucking love maple in basically every context, so yeah, that worked for me. Um, I thought, and I think that, I think blueberry in this context is actually kind of a better balance for the ma- the sweetness of the maple, just because it's got a little bit more of I that, would agree like, with you. acidity than uh, the I strawberry does. I think the blueberry does. worked better with the maple than the strawberry did. Uh, the strawberry just reminded me of that that like shitty strawberry syrup from Bickford's back in the day. Oh God, yeah, yeah. They had like their small syrup bar, and it was like maple, blueberry, strawberry, and boysenberry. Yes, yeah. I think boysenberry was the other one. Yeah. Oh, I miss you, Bickford's. Well, you might still exist i think i'm pretty sure they still exist but it's not the same i miss what bickford's was i miss being uh, like 18 and going to or maybe even 17 going to the bickford's in dedham at like 2 a.m to get an omelet and smoke yeah (laughs) absolutely you're just sitting there like see for me it was usually strawberry festival waffle because i'm that fucking guy so, like, Strawberry Festival Waffle, rip some butts, drink some coffee, you know. I mean, pretty much unless you got corned beef hash, I was usually a uh, ham, Swiss, and mushroom omelet kind of guy. Give me some home fries. Um, oh, man, I forget what I used to do for my toast. I think I just used to do white, and then I learned the beauties of a grilled English muffin. And it was oh, like, yeah. yes, no. That's what I want. I want you to take an English muffin. I want you to slather it with some fucking butter and just like jam it down on the griddle. <laughs> Hell yeah. It is so fucking good. Um, all right. Well, my first beer is empty and we're about at the 30 minute mark. So sip, 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 
sip, ah, sip, 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 ah, sip, 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 ah, sip, 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 yeah. And this is why I can't chug, folks, because I need like, I need breathing break and i need to be able to like have a break for like i don't know there's something about it's for chumps there's something where like at some point if i try to chug a thing my brain will just be like no fuck you and it will stop like letting stuff go down my throat so whatever it is just comes back out my mouth trust me it's a worse situation than just stopping periodically hot yeah, except it's not so hot when you figure that out at like a keg party in front of a bunch of people and you're trying to do an ice luge. I think I just dated myself. Because I don't think... To ki- okay, again, anybody out there, anyone oh. who's on the younger side, do, ki- do people still do ice luges? Like, was that a thing when you went to college, like, I don't know, four years ago or fucking whatever? Like, I'm just going to they- go out on a limb, but between our 13 and 25 active listeners i'm gonna guess our youngest might be my cousin tommy and i'm fairly certain he's over 30 oh um okay well just in case we do get anybody who's under that like yeah are you some cool guy who wants to be a hipster with beer at your local college at 19 and want to know what good beers are and that's why you check out beer podcasts like our awesome podcast new england beer reviews allegedly because you're not old enough to drink yes um Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Then, hey, let us know and tell your friends about our beer podcast because we talk bullshit. Um, All right. So now that our beers are both empty, we're on to beer number two. It's another beer from Vanished Valley. This one's called Upriver. It, again, is a, is it a New England or just an IPA? It doesn't say on the can. It's 7%. We're going to crack it. Three, yep. two, one, go. Yay. Mm. Yeah, I'm realizing that I need to like try and be careful instead of just like, poor, poor. All right. Yeah. I didn't notice any yeast, but I didn't do as aggressive of a pour this time. Bit cloudier than the last one. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's really fucking nice. Mm. Happy noises commence. Now that I've taken the picture... Ooh, good smell. Oh, yeah. There's a flavor in there. Or, like, there's a memory of a flavor in there that's getting activated that I really enjoy. It's almost like... It's almost like caramel, but it's not. I know what you mean. Like... It's There's pinging not, it's, some very particular part of my brain that like yeah. I can't put my finger on. 
it's it's not a sweet beer, but it's definitely pinging something that's candied sugar in a way in my brain. And I don't know why, but I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I don't think that... Fuck. I get what you mean about like it's it's ringing bells with some kind of sweet thing, but I think it's it's a different flavor than like I almost want to say like saltwater taffy, but I have no idea why I can even say that because again, it's not sweet at all. No, it's it's not sweet, but it's there's something that is clicking in my brain associating with this beer that is in some way sweet, even though the beer itself is not sweet. I mean, it's almost like muted vanilla, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's something... Fuck, yeah. I don't really know how to explain it. Maybe we're both simultaneously having strokes. I mean... It does smell like burning toast. Oh, it's a DDH Galaxy. That oh. that that would be nice information on the can because that suddenly makes everything click together. Realizing that it's just double dry hop with probably a fuck ton of Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, and Galaxy, depending on how you do it, like that's one of the things I like about Galaxy is I never feel like in a New England style anything. Like even if it's not like you know the most new englandy new england style that's ever been made um i find that galaxy tends not to bring across a ton of bitterness it like in so even if you fuck it up slightly it's usually not going to end up being overly bitter with the beer yeah but like galaxy i mean okay I love Citra. Don't get me wrong. Citra is an awesome hop. I generally yeah. really, really like stuff with Citra in it. But Citra, like... I think it's a better flavors... accent hop instead of a primary hop. I can be fine like, with it, that it as a primary well hop. As primary. It does. But, like, I guess what I'm saying is Citra is kind of like, you know, no matter how you're de- using it, you more or less know what the flavor is going to be. It's just a matter of, like, is it going to be more or less bitter? But, like... With Galaxy, like, you can change, it seems like you can almost change things very slightly and bring out, like, it seems like there's probably just a lot more, like, uh, bringing out the terpenes and flavonoids fucking line again. It seems like there's kind of a more complex mix of those things where you're you have fewer of the ones that are, like, more distinctly citrus although there are some of those but you kind of you know you know maybe have ones that are like a little bit more peppery or ones that are more like piney or whatever but like not piney but um it it almost seems like depending on what you're how you're using it it can bring out kind of like a different balance of those different flavors like i think galaxy just sort of has a, a bit more complexity to it or maybe I just really I, fucking like it and I want to see that. I don't know. I would actually completely agree with you because, uh, like, 
Galaxy, I think, is another hop that works well in the Whirlpool instead of just the double dry hopping. But you do get a bit more of like almost a tangy bitterness when they use greater in the Whirlpool. Like yeah. it, it has versatility depending on which sort of flavors you want to get out of it, whereas others have less. All right, let's move on to not beer. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, um, I mean, we only have a couple. We're trying. We're that... trying to like. We're trying to keep it shorter. We're at like forty minutes right now, so we want to push for like right around an hour. Um, I yeah, would give real fast forty-five uh, to an hour, according to my parents, who are old people. Uh, I was thinking between like an hour and an hour and 15. Yeah, I know. But my parents strongly disagree with you. So, and they, they better represent the people that are listening to us than you and I do, because you and I just talk all the time and like talking to each other. And I don't think we're good objective. Like this is why (laughs) it was nice having another person. So it wasn't just like you and me, like, shooting the shit yeah. for fucking two hours which is like nothing to us it's, so it's very easy for us to do that um but i'm gonna do real fast a uh tj spoiler free new movie review do 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 uh this week i watched red notice red notice is a new film i, I don't know why i can even call it a fucking film it's a new movie that's on netflix it's starring Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Gal Gadot. Um, it's a fucking caper flick, and it's not, like, doing anything super exciting, but it's still a fun watch. I'm just watching, you know, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock just sort of bullshit with each other was fun. It, yeah. It's... It's not supposed to be high art. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the shit that I like isn't really high art. I mean, yeah. we've seen I like some watching stuff that... things. I like watching things for fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, like something else that we watch for fun that like I had never actually watched before, but um, had always you know uh, it's something I should watch, but even though I know the ending. So we're getting beyond Red Notice now. Yes. Uh, Emily and I finally watched Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, I'd never seen it either. Has not aged as poorly as I thought it was going to. Yeah, no, there wasn't anything in there that was like, who boy, this sure was the 80s. Like, I mean, other than like the clothing, which was fucking hilarious. I mean, like, there were definitely moments in there of like, you know, (sighs) all right, all right, I got this idea. It's a great fucking idea. Let's go do some more cocaine. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fine. But like it, that's that's the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But like there wasn't anything like super I, cringy. I didn't come away with a transphobic vibe on it, which is kind of what I was expecting given that I knew what the ending was. Yeah. It's it's not it's not like it's not like Ace Ventura Pet Detective where, you know, the answer to the B-plot was, but she was a man all along. Like, this is a child who was abused by somebody who was supposed to be their caretaker and forced to take on a persona of his sister 
Like, if you don't know the ending of Sleepaway Camp, it turns out that Angela was actually the brother who survived that was forced to act as a woman by his adoptive aunt since his parents died. Way to ruin it for people, because, like, I actually dug the fact that I didn't know the ending. So hopefully... Hopefully you out there who are listening who actually haven't seen it and care about the ending, um, make sure you drink enough to kill all the blood cell the brain cells that remember that information before you actually watch it. Um I will say, like it actually oh, it actually I could assist- actually like just cut all that out if you really want me to. Nah, it doesn't really matter that much. All but right. like I, I think that Like one of I doubt things- that your mother or father are going to ever watch it. I was going to I was going to say I don't even think my mother listens to us anymore. Um oh. <laughs> I I I think that it's another one of those things where it's like, you know, if you it's like where we say, you know, if you haven't seen the ending of, you know, fucking if you haven't seen like uh the ending Infin- of Visual Suspects. If you haven't seen Infinity War Sixth by now or something, Sense. then like I don't know what like it's like I I feel like you've had enough time. If you've seen a movie if you haven't seen a movie that's either as old as i am or almost as old as i am uh, by this point is it i thought it was 83 um, look I it up because i thought it was 83 no i think it was later than that where what was i alive all right so it was 83 let That's me see I if thought. i can find a release date because i'm gonna bet money Whoa. i was alive and Nice. I was going to bet money I was alive and you weren't. Correct. November 18th, 1983. Hell yeah! You were still inside your mom. You. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what? It's true. But like, you uterine squatter, you. Had nine months rent free. (laughs) Actually, it's closer to ten because 40 weeks. Yeah, yeah. Everybody says um, nine months, though, because it makes you feel better about how long you're going to be pregnant. Because it's like nine and a half. Well, plus nine subconsciously sounds better to us because it's three quarters of a year. Yes. Instead yeah. of ten being five sixths. <laughs> From what I'm told for, by people who are who have been pregnant, uh, less time is better, generally speaking. So <laughs> I'm um, not surprised because I want a parasite inside of my. I mean, abdominal literally, abdominal cavity. It's not growing like, and feeding. I mean, I sorry, it's, ta- it's taking up have, space in your abdominal cavity, but it is not within your abdominal cavity. I don't have a problem with children. I just have no desire to have children. Ditto. Like, I will never have the joy of that, thank God. Because for me, it would not be a joy. But anyway. Anyway. um... (laughs) Um, We also watched, I have no idea, did we have have anything else left to say about Sleepaway Camp? Um, I will say that, like, I find it... It, it if had, I had, like, if I had known the end ending and I had known you know because I knew it was in eighty three, I would have guessed the same as you that it would have come off fairly transphobic, and I actually 
appreciated the that like although it was from like a the perspective of like a you know cishet boy being forced to you know basically well, we, live we, as a girl out you we know don't even have confirmation that andrew uh, i forget the name presumably I cishet i mean it's, well, no, i think it's the basic he does assumption. show he does show attraction to men Oh, okay. So maybe he's, but he's still uh, he but, still but assists. still yeah still cis. Um, but I, being I, forced I, to take that persona, I knew that ending. I, like I've known that ending for years, which is part of why I put off actually watching it because I expected the ending to be, you know, it, again like Ace Ventura, where it comes across very transphobic, given yeah. what the twist is. But I thought it was really effective, and I thought the story did a like it's a trashy '80s slasher flick. But I think the story did a really good job of seeding doubt and misdirection within their script, and had some solid fucking um, practical effects in there too. Oh, totally agree. I I actually thought it was really well done, and like I think that going back to you know being forced to you know live as a girl against her his will i i would assume that he'd pref- that he would prefer Fair. to identify as a boy um but like either either like I, the message maybe it's just because of like my the lens of current society but like it came across to me as like it's psychologically damaging to be forced to live as a gender that you don't identify with yeah i like in some ways it's somehow progressive yeah it's almost like i mean if you had gone the other if you'd gone the other way where like you know you're forced to live as a boy when you know if in your assigned male at birth and you were but you identify as female and you're forced to live as male anyway like that can be psychologically damaging if you'd gone that way then it would be much more trans positive but like I think that's why it doesn't come across as trans negative because it's basically just the moral of the story to me is it's psycho like deeply psychologically damaging to be forced to live as a gender that you don't identify with. Well, to be forced to take on the persona of your sister. Because that's your, even worse. Be, because your aunt already has a son. So she doesn't need another boy. What she needs is a little girl. Like, I really, I really feel bad for the character of Angela in it. And it, I don't know, like, neither of us are trans or especially queer. Yeah. I actually makes, it kind of almost makes me want to reach out to, like, some of my trans friends and just be like, have you ever seen this movie? And, like, what's your perspective on this? Because I, like, I feel like I, again, you know, I'm not. I'm certainly no expert in that, you know, I, uh, I was lucky enough to identify with the gender that I was assigned at birth. So. Yeah, I've. I've By and large, at least. Yeah. I've been somewhere in between, not, not like quite in between, but just somewhere between like male and non-gender. 
uh that so i feel you and apparently there is a term for that it's called demigender but like i'm you can round me up to cis and het and like i yeah. feel like i'm privileged enough that i don't need a fucking i i term. don't yeah i don't need an extra term i'm largely cis het um I mean, I, I'm a little very more hetero flexible. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say I'm flexible on both of those things, but still, you can round me up enough that I feel like I'm, you know, I don't, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, hey, meet a cute boy that wants to make out? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I actually tried going on the the little while that i was on hinge which just didn't work out because i feel like i'm too old for it um i i actually had both men and women on there and nice. like but like hinge just yeah hinge didn't go anywhere for me <laughs> i mean this was fucking a while ago anyway so god i i i don't maybe someday i'll go back on dating apps but oh god God, I hate, I hate dating apps. I hate dating apps so much. I feel you, my friend. Um, but hey, let's get off of depressing content. Yay! Fuck depressing! Because we're at like 53 minutes, and How? My, my second beer is close, because you and I just fucking talk, and it goes easy for us, because we just fucking talk. So that's why I'm trying to keep us on time, because our... Ah, fucking Miss Havisham and who's who's the name of like the boatman in Great Expectations? Fuck if I know, man. You know how long ah. it's been since I read that book? But that's terrible things for me to equate your mother and father to of being like our Mish Havisham and our eccentric boatman who left everything to fucking what's his name? Wasn't his first name great? <laughs> I keep on thinking Pippin. I was gonna but... say though, like you, my I feel like my mom's more the eccentric boat guy. Like if he was kind of yeah, but the eccentric boat guy is actually the benefactor of what's his name from Great Expectations. So that's why I'm saying your father is the eccentric boat guy, whereas your mother is the eccentric um um lady spinster dude i don't even fucking remember like i i don't i think i read great expectations like 20 years ago i don't fucking remember i have a oh i i never actually read it i did read it but i don't think i've read it since like middle school so yeah like 20 years ago Oh, for me, oh, it was more freshman than year of high school. Ago. I can't believe still, I just said I said middle ago. school was 20 years ago. That's well, not wrong. Surprised. That's deeply um, wrong. I graduated high school 20 years ago. So thank you, generous benefactors. If you would like to be one of our generous benefactors, go to patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R to donate at least two months. $2 a month to us. Not only will you release upon the world the scourge that is a bonus episode, but we'll know you're a fan, and we'll give you a shout-out. And if we ever make uh, merch, we'll send you merch. <laughs> Maybe. That that might change with price, but, like, yeah. At least Dude, a sticker. I mean, if you're, or like... Or a beer. Like, come on. 
or just or we'll have you on a fucking episode seriously or we'll have you on an episode i am and that also means us sending you beer i was gonna say i now have enough beer that i can send liam so we're gonna have another uh liam episode one of these days once i actually pack it up and send it sweet check out liam well um well there's your problem and Lions led by donkeys, and he go. started something else. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. He'll fucking tell us when he comes Didn't on. Didn't he start like a sports podcast? Yeah, it's a Philly sports podcast, which I think is funny because he's by and large a New England fan, which he is because he's good and correct. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is why, like everyone, <laughs> everyone hates, hates us. us. Yeah, no, I I love leaning into that because it's like, well, first off, we did win a lot of shit, and second off, like in a short amount of time, and second, it's like generally it depends on you know it depends on what sport you follow the most and where you are. Like, I mean. I I don't I like I don't follow basketball or baseball like basically at all for instance. I mean I loosely follow football at best, but I haven't cared that much since Brady left, honestly, like and COVID. Um yeah. and but like I think that hockey, COVID has really affected my give a shit about football more than anything. Yeah, it's I think like, so too. No, you guys should not have played last season, but your owners are like, I want money. Money, 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 money. I don't know why I make every football team owner essentially Jerry Rice. If Jerry Rice was like a shitty Yosemite Sam. I mean, I think that part of the reason that like COVID, I mean, first off, I think the NHL uh, broke longer didn't they skip that? Ba- like they skipped basically uh, that not the entire season, but they skipped. No, they they only played like a third of the season. Yeah, which like, I think that, was that's why that year we have an asterisk, or at least yes. there's supposed to be a fucking asterisk. Oh, that's the that, and that, like that, even that that even one. even well, no, the season got twenty twenty one. The did... the season got cut at the before the end of the 2019-2020 season. So yeah. before we had like finals or anything, the season ended, and, and then, that's what gave Nick one of his his second win. And then last season they started late, yes. so we only played like two thirds of the games instead of the entire season. But they also have very strict COVID they protocols, and they they had, they had a hardcore bubble. They had a hardcore bubble. They had strict COVID protocols, and they also had a like. You have to remember that hockey teams have a hell of a lot more redundancy in, than football teams, I think. I, I think that, like, because more or less, like, that's part of the reason you have a farm system is, like, any, you know, it, like it's like, say both your NHL-level goalies get fucked by something. <laughs> like, you have, like, uh, technically you have four backups, at least, in your farm system. Like you don't really want to have to go down past the AHL level, but they do exist if you are that desperate. Um, exist. And like, but like, especially for like anybody who's not a goalie, like you have, there is a decent amount of depth if you include the AHL team too. So um, yeah, I mean, 
Also, I like I, like it, it's a good thing that we have that because uh, um, wasn't Swayman like a, an AHL goalie that is now just our starter because Rask is having like all like I, I don't have no idea what's going on with our local hockey team. Even though we're in a hockey fantasy league together, Rask and no one from the Bruins are on my team, so. I don't really give Rask a shit. Rask isn't actually playing right now, and that's part oh, of the wow. reason. Um, right. I can't remember. So Rask was a free agent. I don't know if they actually re-signed him. I don't know if they f- actually are obligated to do so until he comes back, but I think he had some kind of like major surgery or some shit, so um, that's why he hasn't been playing. Um, but yeah, I don't remember where the hell Swayman came from, but I think he was from our farm system and like hey man we're not doing that bad this season and he's fucking killing it like you know say what you will about our farm system in some ways but like we've had some good goalies i mean malcolm suban's still in the in the nhl like so cool i'm wicked bored with this so (laughs) since my beer's almost empty uh there's one more thing and we're like at an hour right now uh, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. It's the fucking um, No Way Home trailer. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And, and, like, honestly, fucking, what, trailer one came out two months ago. Yeah. Trailer two came out yesterday. Yes. Uh, and the movie comes out... December something. Something. 17th? I think that's right. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, man. I'm fucking stoked. We, we, so got, we got five of six of the Sinister Six, and like, maybe, maybe, maybe <clears throat> Doc Strange is number six, because it seems like him and Peter are battling at some point in it. But, um, yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah, I'm super stoked too. Um, I still haven't seen Eternals because I suck ass. Um, mostly yeah. because it's really hard to commit to like a three hour movie, and I don't know. I just haven't had a good opportunity to go see it that didn't involve like choosing to sit in a movie theater for three hours over doing something like with actual humans. So yeah, although. Um, on Cyber Spider Monday, being November 29th, being Cyber Monday, but it's Cyber Spider Monday, tickets go on sale for Spider-Man. No way yeah. low. But yeah, man, it's got fucking... It, it, it's got Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. It's yeah. got fucking Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Hell yeah. And I don't know if there's a second Goblin or if Goblin gets, like, a Doc Ock upgrade at some point. Because mm. we, we see, like, images of a distinctly different Green Goblin in the trailer as well. Um, it is Thomas Hayden Church for uh, Sandman, I think. It it is uh, Reese Ifron, Ifin, Reese. Yeah, I think Reese Ifron. R H Y S I F R A N, British actor, 
as uh, um, the lizard. Correction, Welsh. Absolutely Welsh. fucking guarantee you with a first name, Reese. Guarantee you he's Welsh. Just All right. So, uh, Greater Britannic. From actor. the UK. Yes. <laughs> Close enough. I've never met an English person named Reese. And, um, fucking Jamie Foxx back as Electro. That's more comic influenced Electro. Nice. And I think it looks really fucking cool. And, like, his outfit is very tactical looking. Yeah. But he's not, like, a blue guy in bondage. <laughs> awesome. I mean, not uh, awesome, but, like, also awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, if you watched Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I know you haven't, uh, his Electro in that is... I don't hate it like so many others seem to, but it's much more Hellraiser Matrix-inspired than it is, like, comic or cartoon-accurate Electro. Whereas in this trailer, we do get a shot of him with, like, an electric mask. <laughs> and it's Rad. like, that's so stupid, but that's so awesome. <laughs> it's like, I really wanted it to be more comic accurate. And I'm not sure if I was right. <laughs> well, it's also like everybody kind of wants the like really comic accurate. Well, not everybody. I would like to see like really comic accurate Hawkeye at some point. Oh but... man. But <laughs> actually, I mean, I will say that, that like the, the, the bits I've seen of the new Hawkeye show look look really um, fun. I'm stoked rad. for it. If we're gonna Speaking keep on doing this shit new weekly, shows. if we're gonna keep on doing this shit weekly, we're gonna start talking about like oh, so it's things airing right now and we watch yeah. this. Check it out. Speaking of things airing Disco right now, comes soon tomorrow. Or at least the US and Canada. For the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, I know. Fucking, fuck you, fucking Paramount Plus douchebag motherfuckers. It would be much but better hey, if we, we get could to all watch be it. in on the... Yeah, we do. Um, But yeah, literally tomorrow. No, Did you I, watch I, the trailer that I, came out today? No, I didn't. I it's do not a trailer, love, it's just a clip, but... I do love, like, while Doctor Who isn't always done at the same time globally although we have had a couple of like doctor who global events which i think is fucking rad yeah best of my knowledge anywhere that has a bbc affiliate kind of thing airs doctor who around the globe as it airs instead of like you've got to wait six months yeah that's stupid yep i mean but, i really um, I, I like I dig the you know the way that Netflix and um, shit what channel is it on now Great British Baking Show I don't know if I I can't remember if it's on ABBC or if it's on like a different channel now like because I think it does air on TV somewhere there but I cannot remember where now either yeah, that or it's like... just Netflix entirely but I know that it airs like on Wednesdays there and Fridays here which yeah, is why all right, that's close enough like if you start if you if you google too much shit about great british baking show you start getting like thursday morning spoilers for like the current week and you're like fuck click click away away get it off get it off 
Like, I do not need to know what happened. I mean, I don't really give a shit about spoilers myself. But, folks, I need to pee, and my beer is empty. So we're gonna wrap it up, because we're at 107.50-something. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we're trying to do better. We, yeah. yeah. We do we're... care about what you think, and we yeah, notice Give us your were... input. Yeah. Do you like longer episodes? Let us know. Do you not? Let us know. Do you but hate we... us or our voices or my face? Let 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 us know. We like... want to hear any and all thoughts because that means that we know someone's actually listening to us and it's not like weird bots in other countries. Yes, we're, we're yeah. desperate. We're desperate. Uh, but yeah, I've been TJ Davis Long and alongside Emily Schick. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, maybe, um, give us some money on fucking Patreon. Hot. Harden. Um, but I need to piss, so I want to fuck off momentarily. Thank you for listening. Emily, anything else? I also need to pee? I mean... Awesome. <laughs> it, it, I, that, that, that's such a bad sign-off. Um, you're awesome, your feelings are valid, and, uh, you know... Just keep being yourself and fucking shit will work out somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That sounded good, right? We love you. Do indeed. (laughs)